triumph in the trap. This is a dog. <laughs> Do you believe in miracles? Hey, I play chess, but only in 4D. I'm by myself, but they think I'm 4D. When they see me online, they think they know me. Go ahead, like and subscribe. You gotta show me. I applied pressure and they tried to reject it. Clearly, ain't see I was a diamond, so they didn't accept it. Told me I was a failure, so I said, F it. Might even start my own school and teach them a lesson. Yeah, I'ma call it South Harmon. Huh. Fly down south and get the south popping. <laughs> One day, I'ma give you a walkthrough and introduce you to this walk too. <laughs> I know you lost, that's just dynasty talk Cause you can't start no franchise without no dynasty talk I took a break from the game, they throw my dynasty stop Till I came back like Wimbyama, I feel like Coach Pop I can't say that I'm the GOAT, cause you ain't gonna agree But if I own my own farm, I can make the GOAT Me, the ladies love the beard, and they used to love the goatee That's when I was a lamb, burning music on CDs I wasn't born in 88 December 87, I was 16 days away Might fly to Dallas, why not? I just got paid today When I land this dirt statue, I came to fade away Check the timeline for the stories and the play-by-play My life a Patreon link, you gotta pay to play I worked 16 hours, boy, that's an 8 and 8 X-Factor like Dez Bryant, my boy 88 Why dream light when you living like a heavyweight? This ain't a one-week thing, we grind like every day They know my destination, Devi, like I I hang with Ray. If they ain't know my name, I bet they know my name today. Treat this mic like an ATM, let's make a trade today. Drop, drop this on Fizzle Friday, cause that's my favorite day. And I'm gonna do it my way, cause that's my favorite way. They tried to put me on the shelf like I'm layaway. Told me it ain't no way, so I made a way. Huh? Welcome to South Harmon, I'm glad you're here today. Welcome to South Harm and I'm glad you here today. I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Harm and I'm glad you here today. I'm glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Huh? Treat this mic like an ATM, let's make a trade today. <laughs> Welcome back in everybody to another edition of the Dynasty Trade Show. So glad you can join us this week. Unfortunately, sad trombone, not in the same building. I'm not sitting on the cast and couch reviewing trades. Back but in the I couldn't home get base. rid of it, man. As you can see, Could, I couldn't do it's, it. It's still back there. It's still back there. If y'all listen on podcast, you can't see it, but uh, it's back there. Trust me. Brownie the Elf still be peeing on my head if I was sitting right there. <laughs> Adam, buddy, what's up? We had an incredible week uh, last week together the whole time. Uh, always a great time. Always a great time. But I am I am a hurting man. I did manage to get a trade in uh, so we can stay true to the name, right? Start every show off with our own trade. We got it. So we got it. But how are you doing, buddy? How's your recovery coming from, uh, from last week? Recovery's great, man. Um, you know, bounce back. The elasticity still great. Bounce back like it's nothing. We're good to go. Um, and Mike just started drinking again tonight. I, I'm. You got to get me back to reality, and the reality is for me, I can't just go cold turkey. I'm, almost just to like get myself a little more situated, I need like three or four, sometimes eight drinks. It's, we're not really counting. We're not mathematicians here. So um, we lost him. 
he's back he's back back. (laughs) and uh you know that's kind of how it's felt um ever since the expo just kind of drift in and out you know what i mean just you might be there you might not (laughs) so with that being said um as you know we start off this trade show with one of our own as fizzle told you but before you do that one i mean fizzle killed that intro the new intro is absolutely fire yes he told me specifically adam don't let Mike hear this until he gets in your car and he's at, like, in your in Ohio. I'm like, I almost screwed that up, but uh, we saved it, you know, last minute. Played it for him. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed the new intro, but we start off with one on our own. Before we do that, if you do want your deals featured on the show, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Um, for the rest of the month, a dollar a month will get you in the door. You can put your trades on the Shithead Trades channel, have a chance to be reviewed like everyone else is on the show. Um, Dynasty Mind Warped and our website all live, SouthHarmonFF.com. Go ahead, take a look at the Warp Tool. Um, the Warp Tool has been getting a lot of buzz. Koopa, Recoopa, if you know, you know, uh, has been in his bag. Dynasty Mind Warp is live, so check out the website. Um, always some pretty cool merch. Mike, I think finally got the slides. Uh, he can maybe let us know how those are later. Did. But uh, you know, they're very nice. They're very nice. Very nice. We'll, have, we'll, have, we'll have to have you show everybody. But let's get into your trade, man. Let's see what Michael did. Iowa Michael. Exactly uh, what people want. Mike feet picks. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. What has Mike done? And let's talk about, I'm imagining, is this, let, let's just discuss it. Is this on the news of the injury or was this, unfortunately, you made this deal after the injury news? Like, which way did it, it go? It was hanging out there about a day. And then, uh, you know, the, the news hit and then it got accepted. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> so, and the, the guy was so so that, that that's one of those man uh that's one of those you got to be careful about deals you just kind of let sit there yeah, one of the things i've yeah. learned too the the guy was a sweetheart though he, he got in the dms and he said hey you know the trail on burke's news like you want to pull that back and i'm like nah, that's the way dynasty rolls baby just hit the button oh let's get it over okay with. so it wasn't anything like that you were basically like listen i've had that out there yeah i'm not retracting no nah. hit the button he's like say less Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So I got a uh, trail on Burks. I sent away Elijah Moore and Noah Gray. So even if uh, Adam, let's just say if, if Traylon had suffered a catastrophic injury, it wasn't just the LCL sprain. It was a ACL tear, mm-hmm. right? And he's going to miss a whole year. Yeah. I, th- I think I still do it to be honest. Really? Um, just the way the team wow. is built. I'm not like a uh, super competitive in this league. I'm just kind of the middle. I got a shit ton of draft capital. I've got a shit ton of youth. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just kind of hoarding assets. Um, would Elijah Moore obviously score more points than Traylon Burks if he wasn't playing this year? Yeah, I mean we sure, sure we sure hope so. God, I hope so. Otherwise, uh, Elijah Moore pretty bad. Right, Noah Gray is an absolutely nothing burger in this league, right? This no, is just man. to get under roster limit. That's all that was. So okay. anything I could attach to it, I think I'd probably still value these guys very similar, even if Traylon wasn't playing for a full year. To be completely honest, in the situation I was with my team, um, I don't know if that's two rose colored glasses, but. That's also why I was just like, nah, we're good. You know, and it's more like that sly smile. Like, I'd probably still do it straight up, to be honest. Like, I'll send my Elijah more for your trail on, even if he was hurt. Just because I believe in him so much. Um, it didn't fit my team build. So, I'm pretty pretty damn happy to get trail on. And then I was really ecstatic to find out, you know, it's only an LCL sprain. Uh-uh. Don't make to underplay it that much. But uh, he's definitely not missing the whole year. Yeah, I mean... I think uh, format here we need to talk about. So it's 12-team, Superflex, PPR, lineup, start 10. 
League of or- Ordinary Gentlemen. Um, I'm not sure, Mike, you can play in this league after this last Expo weekend, frankly. But well, I'm not, not ordinary. Yeah, I'm just I'm not willing to say that any longer. Um, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. I think lineup start ten, full PPR. Uh, I, I I don't Browns fan like Elijah Moore the talent. Mike, I'm not gonna. If I say this on air, Mike's gonna want to fight me, and I, I already know he's kind of cranky. He's got to wake up at 3 a.m., so I won't use the word that he's not wanting me to say. But RC, Roster you know, Potter. RC. Um, yeah, uh, he's bo- he's bordering. That's he's fair. bordering. He may already be that. Yes. So in a start in a start ten or start nine, yes, that is very plausible. Very very plausible to be honest. So if that's the case, uh, I think Traylon. I've all we, we've always really liked the talent, right? Coming off this injury, like let let's say it was he was out for the year. The only reason I was saying really is like going into year three now. It's not even about the talent at that point. It's just basically like there is nothing left at that point. But he has to become what we hope for because the market probably yeah. could get to like Bateman level, honestly. And that's very very yep. Yeah. That's a good. That's a great analogy right there. And yeah, it's. It's not that I don't like the the talent of Bateman or I don't like the talent of Burks. It's just like you know your edges and like what can happen are it's all on production or he's out. So um, now that, that it's not the case though, he's not out for the full season. It why not? I, I could I could absolutely care less about Noah Gray in this format. So I, yeah, I think you, I think in, I think in a way you ended up winning this deal just because somebody thought they might be able to get one, and then it's like oh he he'll do it. All right, cool. Bet I don't feel bad at all, man. You know who's already at Bateman level, or worse, Elijah Moore. <laughs> so, like this is uh, even if Trailer was out for the year, you talk like, oh, you kind of be at Bateman level next year. Elijah Moore's already there, or worse. Yeah, well, um, like I, if it, it don't happen for Elijah Moore this year, it's done. No one cares. He's I don't. I really don't think there's a lot more to discuss on it, other than like if, I think if you want the Elijah Moore side. You you clearly have a little bit of a just just acknowledge that you think Elijah Moore has more to gain than the the average person and the market doesn't really reflect that so right nothing and, wrong with that but I just I don't, I'm not there for both of them too like the the reports out of camp have been rosy for both of them let's keep it a hundred like both of them have actually been uh, getting pretty positive reports which is good to see because I do like both guys I just like Traylon a lot more <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it yeah man yeah I think um. I'm taking Burks there basically every time in that format, especially. I mean, the thing is, even in best ball, like, like Noah Gray's not—he's almost not what I'm looking for. Even if I was getting the two for one in best ball, so I'm not sure how right. often I'm even taking that other side. Period. Here we go. Slemmo is getting Ryan Tannehill, DJ Moore, David Montgomery, T. Higgins, sending away Tank Dell, Mike's one true love, Sammy Laporta, a 24 first of uh their own a 24 first from the Lou moon and a 24 second mike this is a 12 team super flex half point tight end premium lineup start 11 the seller dwellers what do you think here man um which side do you want i was gonna pull up warp for it but then i just remembered looking at it i don't really care what the warp says like this is pretty easy like warp's not gonna tell me a lot on this one that i don't already know yeah what do we care about here there's exactly the only thing that would tell me uh, is the league simulator, which is another tool to go check out, right? 
Like that could tell me something or our, our partnership that we got with Dynasty, Dynasty Daddy. Daddy. Go check yeah, them out, right? Go yes. check out Dynasty Daddy and see yes. kind of where these first might rank. That would be the only thing that would change this for me. But on the surface here, Adam, people hate it. Um, but I think T. Higgins in a lineup start 11 is damn near worth two first by himself. Now, I think uh, in most situations, I'd probably just take the two first over T. Higgins because that's the process play. Yeah. But I think he's worth that. Um so that's where I'm going to start. Now, DJ Moore, is he worth Sam Laporta in a second? Is he worth Sam Laporta a second in Tank Dell? Every fucking day of the week. So you get a free Ryan Tannehill in a super flex league who, by his own right, is worth a second. Or you get a free David Montgomery. Or you get a free both of them. However you want to look at it, this trade was pretty easy for me to evaluate. Yeah. The only caveat I would say is if you went to one of those sites, Dynasty Daddy, you went to our league simulator, and you pulled this up, and one of these first is by far and away a lock to be, you know, top three, top four. Now we got a case. Now we got a case where I could argue the other side. But as it stands right now, the way I look at it, they're not. Um, from what I was told in the uh, in the 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 channel, they're not. <laughs> right mm-hmm. when this trade was posted, so uh, if they're not, buddy. This is uh this is our boy Slenmo's side by a, a country mile, a landslide, uh, whatever you want to say. He killed this one. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess he, here here's what I want to look at with this trade, right? So when you think about a lineup start eleven, Mike, I'll I'll just ask you this question, and audience, kind of just just think about it for yourself. You can believe it or not, Mike. Some people disagree with your takes on this, um, our listeners. So if you disagree with Mike, just answer it for yourself. But so Mike lineup start 11 with a half point tight end premium full PPR. How important is quarterback and super flex in this league? Massive, massive, the, the, the primary one, right? Would you, would we agree yeah. on that? Okay. Yeah. Huge, huge. Yep. Okay. And then let's talk about from this perspective. Now, what about the tight end position? Having a hammer tight end, very important. Having anybody else, not important at all. Right. So you're t- you, you either have Andrews, Kelsey, Kelsey or, Andrews. or someone that somehow happens to match them in points per game. Or if you, you think Kyle Pitts is like that dude, then yes. Right. But nobody else. Not Goddard, not Fryermuth, not David and Joku, none of those dudes. With you. Um, okay. So then that leaves us with the running back position and the receiver position. So, Mike – Let's talk running back real quick. Um, start 11. Like, what are you doing at the running back position here, and how important is it just, like, on the level of your team? It has some has some importance, but, Adam, even in, like, start nine lineup leagues, like, I've, I've fully embraced the whole Scott Connor thing. I think it's very, very plausible for you to just roll even in a lineup league with a bunch of junk at, uh, at running back. You just got to be heady on, you know, when you know to start them. You know, when you know you can start Samaj AP Ryan, he's in your lineup. And having a crusty-ass running back room lends you to that because you don't have a lot of options. You know what I mean? You don't have yep. four mid-running backs where you're trying to fight over who's got the better matchup. You just go, well, this dude's playing and starting because Joe Blow out here is injured. So Samaj is going in my lineup. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I think – um and then the receiver position, obviously, in a lineup start 11 because yeah. realistically you're going to be probably wanting to start roughly five. Um, that's that's the position outside of quarterback where you're going to say like the clear one that you want to get c- considering it's a full PPR league. Right? Yep. Okay. So, so 
here's I guess what what you have to ask yourself. Like Tannehill for me, lineup start eleven, <laughs> maybe quarterback three. Like that's mm-hmm. best ball. I would be a lot more interested, but fine. I'll take him as you know. I'll take him. I'm not. I'm not against it. It's just not something that's moving the needle for me really at all. David Montgomery, I'm fine with. Um, would you Would you pay a second for Montgomery? Yeah, yeah, pretty easily. I yeah. think so. Okay, so no, no, let's say we got that out of the way. Um, here's the thing, though, Mike. Th- this is where I think it, I, the reason I wanted to walk through that with everyone and how they think about it, and then what you're sending away. So lineup start eleven, I think, is what makes this for me, where the slimmo side is definitely what I want. Let's say this is a lineup start nine. Not saying I wouldn't still be willing to take receivers, but there, there's more receivers that I care about in the lineup start 11, and I have to start more of them every single week. So mm-hmm. not that I don't like T. Higgins or not that I don't like DJ Moore, but in like a lineup start nine, like don't get me wrong, T. Higgins is dope. And for, if you guys are trying to fight that, that's not where this is going. I think he's dope. But I don't necessarily need to have T. Higgins, DJ I don't have to have like a, a, a trailer full of all these receivers. Lineup start 11, I want to have a lot more. Uh, you look at the simulator, Slenmo is projected to get eight wins, clear number two. Um, and then Lou Moon's also projected to get 8.27, but because of the way the schedule went, he's the four. Point is, these two teams look to be very, very good. So is there a risk here? Yeah, especially sending away your first. That would be the only caveat I have, is that like I would really want to know not just what the simulator says, like, do you have a chance? Of, is, are there holes? Because if you end up like screwing this up and you have one of those is early, it's probably going to be worth more than all the players here. Like if we're talking, it's legitimately a top three pick. Outside yeah. of that, though, man, this is a this is an easy win for Slim Mo in my opinion, and that's why I wanted to walk through that with format. So I pulled it up with a uh, dynasty daddy too because I was curious about it. Okay. Uh, Slim No number one and uh, Lou number five. And okay. I just wanted to get an idea too. Like, what's uh, what's he rocking with that he's ranked number one right on Dynasty Daddy? Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, super flex, pretty good. Now he's got Ryan Tannehill as his third quarterback, right? Yep. You get that third guy, the buffer. JT, Ramondre, Monty, Roshan, Antonio Gibson, Jalen Warren at running back. Got depth. Got, some, I, got a hammer. I, I, got I like that it's not overly potent, right? You don't have like right. a whole bunch of crazy high ones, but you got enough. His wide receiver room was what was lacking, and that's what he filled. T. Higgins now, DJ Moore, two guys in this trade. Brandon Ayuk, Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster. So, like, he needed that that wide receiver depth. You take those two guys out of this trade out of it, you're looking at Chris Godwin, Juju, Brandon Ayuk was his wide receiver core. I feel much better now with T. Higgins. Go back to what was the what was the QBs? Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, and he got the stack. Yeah. Got a stack, baby. Okay. And his tight ends. Uh, we talked about tight ends. I don't really give a shit about him in here. What's he got though? Got the hammer, Mark Andrews. Hmm. Okay. I'm in, yeah. Man. This 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 was worth it. I think. Uh, and given that you had Burrow and Dak, right? like, oh, he yeah. still he still has picks too. So he was able he, to send he, his worst picks. He, wow. He he holds a twenty four mid first is what Dynasty Daddy's saying. So, okay. Props to him, man. Yeah. I, especially you keep one of your first. Um, before I heard the rest of the team, I would be like with his wide receiver room. I was gonna say like maybe you just keep those picks, but in reality, you have a you have a hammer at tight end. You have a, I mean, you have a very very good quarterback room and lineup start eleven. You stack up. I'm with it, man. Uh, the wide receiver room doesn't have a like crazy high end no asset, 
But in lineup start eleven, you have you have enough deep ones, so I'm, I'm with it. I'm with I've the got, trade. I like your persona. I've got I've got by with a lot worse wide receiver rooms. <laughs> Let's just say uh, if I'd you know for that one. if you've listened to us in the past, you you know that um, Mike and I have gotten by with a lot worse ones. All right, so we got Mighty Booch getting Brandon Ayuk and Mac Jones. Wow, this is a uh, this is a McNutted trade if I have ever seen one. My man, Brandon Ayuk, Mac Jones. For Terry McLaurin and Brock Purdy, 12-team Superflex PPR lineup start nine. Box Trot Dynasty. Well, I know what Mike's going to say, but let's hear it anyway. So I don't need Warp for this one. I don't need League Rankings. I don't need Dynasty Daddy for this one. This is pretty easy because it's position for position and position for position. And uh, this is where, you know, like the Dynasty trades in five guys, you know, process over players. Well, this is all I have is to analyze players and I'm taking Brandon Ayuk over Terry McLaurin, no question about it. I'm taking Mac Jones over Brock Purdy, no question about it. So you win on both fronts. Congratulations, man of my heart. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's any way to debate. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I would not be one to debate McLaurin ahead of Brandon Ayuk. I'm, quarterback situation hasn't really gotten that much better. I don't right. care if you're an old Sam Howell truther or you really like Jacoby Brissett. can't imagine that's actually true, but... It's not the case. And then Brandon Ayuk has just been – man, when Good. he's been given the opportunity and been playing snaps, uh, alpha, I think, is well, – people aren't going to like to hear that word, but I don't care. It's I love truth. it. Give it to him. Fight Give him. Give it to him, man. I'm right here. The other, I'm the right other night here. I, was, I was sitting in uh, Discord, and uh, you know I put something on Patreon. I updated my rankings live with some of the patrons we got in there, and we, we chopped it up a little bit. And mm-hmm. When I got to Brandon Ayuk, man, that was a man I was just like, you know what? I generally try to think, you know, with with a clear head, okay, about Brandon Ayuk and uh, where he's at. But I said, you know what, I'm just, I'm doing it. This is how I feel about it. Moved him up a tier, wide receiver 18, done and done, alpha. Uh, forget it. Fight me. Are we, I don't care. Are we allowed to call him alpha when we're below key trade cut, I think, now? Are we below still? I thought Damn. so. No, I he might have moved. Like, he might have moved. Um, I thought no, I 22, he's 22. All right, never mind. All right, he was, was higher at one point. He's back down. All right, cool. Eat it, eat it, keep trade cut. Anyway, um, I, I'm with you. So, but but here's I think the thing. I know you're talking player for player, and I know you hate this guy. But it's actually more about Mac Jones than it is Brock Purdy. But let me just start sure. with Mac. Okay, this is where I think even though it is player for player, let's just. I'm talking to everyone listening. That's not Mike because he will not remove his heart from this. Okay. Remove your biases, all right? Remove your biases and just think about the format for a second. Lineup start nine. Uh, you're probably watching this, watching Dynasty Trades in Five. They talk about hammers, hammers, hammers. Lineup start nine is hammers. It's a hammer league. Like You, are, you do not want to have many, if any, that are not like hammers. You don't want to have these mid to low end guys. We have had our moments of liking Mac Jones because we're, really, I'll tell you what I did. I, I'm with you. Ray told us about him. We got him, you know, them drafts before the NFL draft. We got him in the second round, and they're like, okay, this is straight value. And then after his rookie season, he has not been a value really anymore. Now, I, I still like myself some Mac Jones, and even in this format, I'm willing to have him as like I'm a quarterback three type because it's a insurance type thing. But I, I'm not someone that really believes in Brock Purdy. I'll just tell you that straight up. But if you're telling me right now, where does the ceiling lie in either one of these? Like, this, the San Francisco 
49ers quarterback has a different ceiling than does Mac Jones. So it's a matter of if Brock Purdy actually gets that role, takes that role. I think that's where the trade's a little controversial. I don't. I personally don't want Brock Purdy, and I've liquidated. I mean, a terrible amount of it. I, I don't have. I think I, I I could pull it up. I think I have three Brock Purdy shares, and all of them I've traded. I traded like four or five. So point here is that this trade I think is actually going to come down to Mike in a lineup start nine. Frankly, if if Brock Purdy hits anything, that side is going to win. Just the way it is. If if he's like a quarterback, he's a mid quarterback too, like high end quarterback too. It's probably going to be the win. But you're betting on Brock Purdy here. I think Ayuk over McLaurin is definitely the play. I think the safe side is Max side, and probably the one I'd rather have. But if you were going to so, shoot for the moon, I think that's the other side. So you're saying Brock Purdy has higher upside than Mac Jones? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the the San Francisco 49ers quarterback has higher upside than Mac Jones. Yes. I will fight you on this one. Okay. That fine. is false. It's not false. It's it's false in my opinion, right? So that's if I fine. look at that's fine. That, I, that, those are I different look, statements, though. So so here's some here's some details on Brock Purdy, right? Yeah. And and people think I just hate him. No, like he wasn't objectively good, even from a fantasy point perspective. With a right, sure. fully with a fully healthy elbow last year, mm-hmm. right? Here's here's his quarterback finishes on his magical run. Okay, eight, fifteen, thirteen, eleven. Mm-hmm. He did have a QB five week. Adam, so, that was say that again. He was eight, thirteen, fifteen, and eleven. Right. He did have a QB five week. That was in magical week eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know when no fantasy points, no one gives a shit at all. No okay. one cares. Mac Jones, QB nine, seven, eleven, fifteen. Don't it sound the exact same? How many weeks did he play though? Yeah, they had the same though. No, 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 Literally no. That, no, if you go over the full season, the amount of times, that's not the same thing. What? How many Because I'm talking about the San Francisco quarterback. Right. Not Brock Purdy. Okay. I'm talking about the San Francisco quarterback. Let me, let me scroll down here and let me find the, the actual San Francisco quarterback then, too. Yeah, I mean, because you're going to have to add in whatever no, weeks I'm Jimmy ju- G. I'm just, talking spi- I'm just talking spike weeks here, Adam, because this mm-hmm. is all we give a shit about in start nine. We don't care about consistency. No one gives a shit. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Right. Jimmy G. Right, we get the full season, so we can add them two together. Fifteen, eight, eleven, seven, fourteen, six. Zero spikes. Zero. Well, I wouldn't and say. Av- okay, just so because I- you're the San Francisco quarterback doesn't mean your ceiling is ridiculously high. Like you still need to be good at football. And mm-hmm. I would argue that both of these quarterbacks are basically the same. In a start nine, they're I- both equally worthless. The court. Well, that's where I think the difference lies, though. Mac Jones. In a different situation, I, I, if Mac Jones is playing, if Mac Jones is playing for the 49ers, you and I would would we agree that we would rather him be in that situation? Mac Jones in the 49ers versus him being on the Patriots right now, yeah, of yes. course. So yes. it's it, this is where I'm telling you this is player agnostic for me, and where I'm looking at format and I'm looking at situations. I don't have to really care about Brock Purdy, the player. I don't have to even believe in him, but I do believe Mike. Even though those aren't spike weeks, quarterback eight, quarterback fourteen. Like th- those weeks you're saying with Jimmy G, mm-hmm. I'd want those weeks in lineup start nine. I don't have to have a top three or five week to win if the rest of my team's built right. My only point is this. You don't have to like Brock Purdy or bet on him or take this trade. I just think we should at least acknowledge that if somehow he was to take the job and become a quarterback 15-ish type, that probably is going to be the side that wins. That's all I'm saying. It's it's simply that simple. I don't. You don't have to like Brock Purdy and you can – 
like fight for Mac Jones all you want. I think Mac Jones in the current situation is a quarterback three that I want in this format. Nothing more. I think the quarterback for Frisco has a chance to be someone I might actually consider starting on a more regular basis. I don't believe in Brock Purdy, but I think that's just the process play for me. Mac Jones is rookie when he was in a better situation, right? QB mm-hmm. 11, 4, mm-hmm. 7, 9, 6. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is they're basically the same guy. And start 9, who gives a shit, though? Like, to be completely honest, we break it down to this league's format? No, I do. Well, I absolutely give a shit because it's driven by quarterbacks, and I want to have – I would rather have in a vacuum – like we've seen the quarterback for Frisco, you don't have to love him, but he's been it's been an offense that provides scoring opportunities, higher powered offense typically than what we've seen out of New England for a long time. No, in start nine, I could care less about these dudes. I really could, Adam. Like I'm aiming for two top twelve guys and, and nothing okay. else. Like well, I that, don't that's want... fine. You don't have to care. I'm just telling you in process, I would rather have a quarterback that could be a lot higher on an offense like San Francisco. In lineup start nine Mac Jones, to me, is absolutely guaranteed to be more of a quarterback three. It's not the player of Brock Purdy. You, you can fight me on this all you want. I'm just telling you, for me, I'd rather have an offense that's more high-powered on a, a quarterback like this in an acquisition one-for-one. One. So I, I'm not even ta- – I would rather probably ta- – ta- I'm telling you right now, what I'm doing is probably taking the Mac side, and I'm telling you I'm probably being safe. Like, I think in this format, though, safe doesn't win you anything. Okay. It's interesting. I I didn't think Brock Purdy would be a quarterback that mattered in start nine at all. Like, I, well, of course you. That'd be interested in. Well, then why is that surprising? Everyone knows that. Well, to be everyone, honest, like Mac, everyone knows Mac that you Jones. Think that. Well, Mac Jones ain't a quarterback. I'm interested in start nine. Like we're keeping it hundred. Like I don't I don't care about the Ryan Hannells in start nine. You shouldn't. It, again, you. I know. I know. Everybody listening, we're okay. We we understand that you're you're very very <laughs> against Brock Purdy. It's okay. That's fine. I'm just telling you. Let's everyone listening. I'm letting. I'm giving you what I can because Mike's not going to tell you that, and it's okay. We Mike, you don't you can bet against him all you want. I'm just saying let's live in a world where, you know, we've been wrong before. I, at least I'll admit to y'all, I have been wrong before, and I'm not going to just you know fight everything to fight it. I've I've gone down that road. I've been that person, and you know what? I came back from the expo a better guy. I just. That's how I feel. Man, that Brock Purdy jersey, the one that we saw at the expo, that swayed you, didn't it? That's what it was. We walked into that party and you for were those like, of you that, a- <laughs> For those of you that want to know where my allegiance lies, uh, there's still a Trey Lance 49ers jersey up there that, you know, the 150 tag, like I almost, it's probably still on there. I got, I think, a use <laughs> out of it. The t- <laughs> I think I got a use out of it, but he was hurt before I could even wear it. So, uh, oof. <laughs> still, still rooting for the guy, though. Um, Schumer. Schumer is getting Mark Andrews and Jonathan Mingo for Dallas Goddard. Terry McLaurin's back. Mm. Scary Terry, a thumbnail guy mm. and a fourth he round pick. He might be. Listen to the, the guy he's trading with, Terry B. Scary. Ooh. That's on, a, uh, this is uh, I a, think that's um, a side. That's a you side. You know what, Schumer, this is why we let Schumer graduate. Um, controversial or not, we were unsure, really, if. That's the valid. Mike vetted him, Mike vetted him. Well, Mike vetted Nah, well, hold on. We. He was the valedictorian, and that's a good thing. But let's just the cl- it's like being the head of the uh, the San Francisco room when it's Brock Purdy. Mike still doesn't love it. So Mark Andrews and Jonathan Mingo for Dallas Goddard, Terry McLaurin, and a fourth. All right, mm-hmm. full tight end. Premium. It's a full tight end premium. So it's twelve team superflex PPR, full tight end premium lineup start eleven. Big dogs brotherhood. So Mike, I mean, same yeah. lane as we just came from, really. Um, yeah. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the warp up on this one because I need it. But just this is a warp. Thoughts. This is a warp pull up one. This is a warp pull. Initial thoughts though, okay. not because Schumer's the valedictorian, but I want the Mark Andrews guy. If we're gonna talk hammers and start eleven, Terry's fine. But I kind of already said like Dallas got these mid tight ends, even in these juice tight end scorings. There's so much separation between the elite guys, uh, <laughs> elite guys, and Mark Andrews and. And Travis Kelsey, and I put Mark Andrews in that category because we've seen it before. We've seen him outscore warp-wise or fantasy points per game or whatever you want. We've seen him do it to Travis Kelsey before, so it's possible, Um, and I'm kind of on board with it. Okay. I kind of want the Mark Andrews. John Domingo means almost nothing, to be honest. Well, that's that's where I think this trade is a little more difficult. By the way, obviously, I'm Mike – can we all admit, I don't really care what Warp looks like. We all want Andrews over Goddard. Can we all at least admit that before we even <laughs> yes, talk about please. anything? There's no... Please, yes. But please. I do think, though... Well, look, what, what were you... Were you had, do you have some other point? I was going to get to... Uh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Go, go, go. Okay. Go ahead. So here, here's what I think. When I look at this Warp tool, Mike, uh, this one... Man, this makes this tough, dude, on two levels. So if you think about that question I asked you, like what drives this league? You look at the Warp chart, which... Christian, I don't know if you need another cue, but this is uh, the warp charts up. What are we looking at here? Mike, this one is interesting because I pretty much want the top five, top six maybe, you know? Then it becomes very flat. Then I'm probably like, I'm out. Because those ones are all the top five, but they're all over one in this league, right? Like there's, I'm not going to say you get a very big positional advantage, but the reality is like you're not getting gaped as badly. Um, other than Kelsey's going to do it to anybody. If he does what he did last year, Kelsey's going to gape any person at tight end. So th- I think there's enough. If you're looking at, if you think Goddard is actually like a top five points per game tight end, there's possibly enough of a positional closing of the gap between what Mark Andrews could be. It de- it really depends. Like if Mark Andrews gets back to two years ago and he's in this Kelsey range, that's going to be awesome. You look. What, what was Kelsey? He was everything that only a couple quarterbacks weren't in this league, right? Right. So that I think right. that's where the bet really lies because here's the thing. In start 11, Mike, Mingo, I, I'm not a Mingo guy. Let me just put my cards on the table. Terry McLaurin in start 11, though, when I look at this line, he's in this top 24 guys for me that give me a little bit of a different advantage in lineup than do – because I'm not going to feel comfortable pressing the button on a lot of these back-end ones. So I'm basically like going down a tier. I'm tearing down at tight end to get a weekly starter. That's I think the basis of the trade that makes it difficult for me. Um, so, so let me just ask you too because we're we're looking at the same thing. And and my my take on it is mm. we're gonna live in a world right where Terry McLaurin is that top twenty four. So that's like point seven four for last year, right? That's where he was. I think mm. your your top five tight end like Dallas Goddard. I'm, I'm with you. Could get there very well. Very well could be that guy. Um, and that's mm-hmm. about a one warp, give yeah, or take. Right. If I go look at Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey from two years ago, uh, right. or exactly. one year ago, twenty twenty one, both Much those dudes, combo. yeah, two warp, two warp or better, right? Agreed. So if I'm just doing math in my head, I go one plus point seven four. Man, they still don't even come close to like the difference that a, a Mark Andrews could possibly make on this team. And this is with me going like Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Mingo is a zero, right? Like doesn't even matter to me. And that's where I, I side with the, the Mark Andrews side, because I'm, I'm thinking like, if things go the exact same way, if 
even if Goddard hits that top five, even if Terry McLaurin maintains with, with all the change in the Sam Howell thing and the emergence of Jahan Dotson, like if it stays the same and he's a top 24-ish wide receiver, which I think is possible, even in the rose-colored scenario, I got to be rose-colored with Mark Andrews. I'm like, this is a dude who could get above two warp. Now, I don't think he could do what Travis Kelsey did last year. Like you said, is absolutely ridiculous and up there with the, the top-tier quarterbacks. But could he be above a, a two-warp type, type of player? Yeah. I've seen it before. Of yeah, course. I think it's possible. So yeah, I, I still right. want the Mark Andrews side, even though, like you said, in this format, if I was, if I was Schumer – I don't think like Mingo's the guy that I'd be asking for back. Like if I was, but that, to but that the deal, matters though. That matters though, doesn't it? It matters some. Like it's more of an ancillary piece. Like just more, you got to know your roster construction, right? Like you need to know that because that's where I was. Per- I was where I about to go. There's only 25 roster spots on this team. Yeah, like you can't really waste a roster spot on that. Like I want a draft pick back, or I want. I don't know. Could you get a? Could you get like a, a possible fill-in running back, a David Montgomery type, like one of those dudes instead of this wide receiver? And I think the answer That's, is probably yes. Definitely. Now, there, there's two things I'll say to that. Um, as far as in, in the construction of the trade, you could, if you know your league and you're like, yeah, but I could probably shit Mingo off, and it's still. I think the most I think problem is for me in most markets, Mingo is an asset in this format. I'm kind of just like, I need Mingo to do something before I can even move, right? Like that's yeah, how he's need, valued. You need so that, some camp so I don't or preseason want, highlight yes. or some shit like that to be. And I don't want to rely like, on oh, that. Yeah. I don't want to rely on that with Mingo. Now here, here's here's the reason I say that because you could probably structure it where you get a running back or some some other player that you prefer. The reason it's so big to me, Mike, is you're gonna in this format you're probably going to be starting three receivers and you're probably going to be starting two flex yeah so if i'm starting five receivers like i want to have a good seven probably like picking up terry mclaurin matters in this format right whereas if it's lineup start nine i could probably say no i don't necessarily need to have that i could probably have four or five receivers my threshold for where those are going to be maybe looks different in lineup start 11 mike like terry mclaurin is one of these guys he's not sexy but he's high enough on the warp chart. I feel good enough about him weekly plugging him in. And the other thing is, too, I can now probably have a – if I have the roster construction right, let's say I have six, seven actually very good receivers, Terry McLaurin can slide in unsexy, and now I might be able to move off of one of these other wide receivers and get into a like a you know a position that matters. That That's where, for me, the edges are. If I'm taking this Andrew side, I have to basically, like you said, I, I'm kind of – now pigeonholed, in my opinion, into Andrew's better smash like he used to. Absolutely right. could happen. Right, he, but right, he better. Right. He, if you're making this trade, he already better do that. Like He better. He better, he, yes. If he doesn't do that, you don't want to make this trade. We all know fucking that. And here's the thing with Mingo for me. This is where that trade for me is like, ah, I, I just got really flaccid, man. Like, nah, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this, Mingo. Y'all got this, man. I'm good. Like, I feel like I know in this format I'm going to end up stuck with him. If you can move him, if you end up, I'd say this: if you make this trade and you get to move Mingo, and you act, you can actually make it more of a receiver that's not very much different than Terry, or you have to add a small plus now. Because we all said in the beginning, if you can get Mingo back to something close to McLaurin, what we say at the beginning, we all know that Andrews is much better than than Goddard. So if you can 4D this thing, Schumer, I think is the way I'm trying to tell you as the valedictorian. 
Uh, you're representing the brand in a bad way for me right now, but what I'm trying to do is help you fix it. Attach something to Mingo, make it closer to McLaurin, because if you told me it's it's uh, Goddard in a second or Andrews in this format, I'm taking my Andrews. So that's, I think, what you need to do to make this right. I get you. That one made sense to me. The Brock Purdy shit don't make so sense to that's me. That's okay. I, I, I know. Listen, I'll, I'll tell you like this, right? Sometimes when the tunnel vision is very strong, like I understand <laughs> – I understand that basically, like, you can operate and talk in a plane over here, but you can't see through those those tunnels, man. It's just like, if you're in a tunnel, man, you, all you can see is the walls around you. Everybody knows <laughs> if you, that. If you, have, if you have a tell, Adam and I spent a very long week together. We went hard as shit, so now just, we get the, just we get chips. jab week. We get jab week. I love it. Um, 12 team super flex half PPR Holy fuck, Mark lineup Andrews. start he's, nine dynasty making, douchebacks. We got we got to bring we got to bring Andrews back. Uh, what about your boy TJ Hawkinson? Don't just don't just slide on him. Mike, can I tell you what I have to start off with? First of all, Dylan Kay and uh, Joe Fest. But Joe Fest is receiving two picks in the year of 2026, <laughs> which are not first-round picks. Yeah. Like, before I even read the players, <laughs> it's a one-for-one one player-wise. And the two, at, like, the, two, the two picks are seconds. And by the time that we get to the Expo in 2026 – Mike, who the hell knows what fantasy football and dynasty football is going to look like? Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson in two seconds out in the year of 2026? Mark Andrews, because that's so far out. There's so much that can go wrong. The yeah. league could not have even been there. You and I have been in leagues that, you know, fold after a year. Unfortunately. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yes, not anymore. But uh, we've been in leagues that fold after a year. Uh, that's happened. just too much. And especially with a league name like Douchebags, <laughs> like I hope they're all tight knit. But uh, doesn't inspire a lot of confidence, does it? Well, I, listen, we we call ourselves shitheads. Like I can't be. Oh, I'm not gonna. Ju- I'm not gonna judge you if you you know if you're very degrading to yourself. All right, it's kind of our humor here. Um, here. Here's what I will say though, Mike. Pull up warp. Pull up warp. Tight ends really suck. I'm out here. I'm out here, kind of slandering um, because it's you know three years out. My my critique and criticism is, like, Mike, I'll take – you've seen me do it. I've taken three-year out picks, basically the last year that Sleeper offers, first-rounders, like like nothing. If I'm totally pick hoarding, I'll take some seconds. But I'm just – a trade of this magnitude, I, I, don't, I don't like taking seconds three years out as the primary pick pickup. I'll say this, though, man. Warp is so minimal – and so nothing. So this is a half point PPR with no tight end premium is what I'm reading this as. And Warp yeah. is showing me this. Like if you're not Kelsey, you're not anything. Or the possibility of being Kelsey, but even Kelsey in this league. So, like, so really, what, here, yeah, here's, what, here's the awesome. question. Is the, how cheap it is because they're so far out worth chasing the unicorn? I don't think the warp actually lends it to chase the unicorn at tight end, right? Because I, I even think, if you hit, even yes. if you're right, what's it really matter? You know what the Not funny part much. is? It's going back to the last trade, and, this, and, and the, the, the tone at the end is the same. For this trade to work, you actually do have to capture Andrew's – like, you have to capture right. Andrew's smashing. Yeah. And it, here's the other crazy part about this. I know Hawk isn't sexy, and, like, right now it feels like for me, Hawk's in a weird spot. I basically have him, and I can't flip him for this – bump in value supposedly that's there this perceived value right and i'm also like like, i also don't believe in it enough to really go by myself either right like (laughs) 
it's, we're in this like holding pattern with TJ yes, Hawkinson. So, but like if TJ Hawkinson ends up being somewhat what he was down the stretch last year, in this league, I'm probably happy. I'm probably just fine, dude. I don't need the addition. Like, like honest, honestly, what if we, we talked about the rosy situation for Mark Andrews? What if we've been wrong, right? Like this whole, you know, like you said, I'm in the same spot you are. I got a lot of TJ Hawkinson because he's an Iowa guy. But in the same thing, like people perceive him as he could be tied in two. He, he's tied in three. Whatever the case is, Adam, and you can't sell him for that. You also don't want to buy for him. But what if what if we've been wrong, Adam? And what if we've been wrong about this uh, Jordan Addison thing? Like we think because they drafted Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson won't be what he was to end the year last year. What if we're wrong and he is, Adam? What if he's my, what we all want point, Mark Andrews to my be? My point is – here's my point. The warp difference, unless you were to Kelsey, isn't really worth betting on, first and yeah. foremost. Secondly, I, I would definitely be willing to put the wager on Andrews ahead of Hawkinson. But I'm not risking any real cash. Like I'm not going to sit here and act like that. It's not possible that Hawkinson ends up ascending to someone that matters. I'm not going to act like I am out on Hawkinson. I just told you I'm in a holding pattern. I I want to see it. I don't actually know. Like if if it happened, I wouldn't be like, holy crap, T.J. Hawkinson. How did this happen? Like I've never known the guy was talented. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It, I'm not going to be shocked, man. So for the two, <laughs> this trade is so weird because I don't want to pick a side because I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to fight both sides. Have to. I want to fight the person that's like adding a bunch to go get Andrews, and I also want to fight the person that's saying, "Listen, I had Andrews, and you're taking picks out for three years that ain't first. Like, can to. I can I pick two losers? Is it can is it, it can I do that? I'm gonna hold you to it. The audience demands better. You got to pick one. I demand better. My audience, <laughs> I demand better in our patron. This is a loss on both sides. Now, I'm t- I'm gonna take T.J. Hawkinson, but I demand better too. Um, Joe Fest, I, I I think Joe Fest actually I know is our our patron, and um, I I would have tried like hell to get something a little sooner, but I'm taking the pluses with with uh, with Hawk given the warp. I think you I think you convinced me, and we talked about it. I'm taking Hawk in the two picks, even if uh, they are in 2026. I love that I twisted his arm and convinced him. When you see behind him this uh, this Iowa tight end thing, don't, <laughs> don't 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 let him tell you this crap. All right, Mister Wonderful, ooh spicy. Kyler Murray, 224 first for Jalen Hurts. Is Kayshawn Booty's – I forgot all about Kayshawn Booty. Uh, <laughs> you, remember, you remember on the draft stream too where I'm talking shit like, yeah, I'll trade you a third for him. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime Oops. ago, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It feels like forever ago. And uh, Zeke Elliott, 25 fourth, 26 third. Uh, 12 team Superflex PPR, 0.75 tight end premium. Best ball start tw- uh, start 11. It's a two tight end. The league is called Bomb Squad. Mike, um, basically not in the, essence not here. Not the Bomb Squad. That one don't exist no more. No, just Bomb Squad. The league is called Bomb oh, Squad. Right, um, so, Mike, uh, what do you think here? Two it, Best ball start 11. Jalen Hurts or Kyler Murray in two first? I love Jalen Hurts. Um, but the best ball thing changes this so much for me. And start 11, two tight end, um, you know, the point seven five tight end premium, the whole thing. It's also, I believe, in Kyle Murray, and I think he's kind of been shit on for, for far too long. Um, Adam, if I'm not competing, like I'm thinking, you know, a couple years out, mm-hmm. I'm taking the Kyler Murray in the two first side. 
pretty easily because the rest of the shit I gave up outside of Jalen Hurts, I don't really care about. I don't. Booty is booty. Uh, Zeke may be worth a third. What about that third all the way out in 26? (laughs) Yeah, hard hard pass, bro. (laughs) Hard pass. I'm going to take the two first. And and one of them, if I'm not reading this incorrectly, is Mr. Wonderful's back, which also could be massive to him. Like if we talk about the ability to – get a, you know, control your destiny as we talk, right? To control whether or not you're going to be in that, you know, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., you know, whoever the next guy is after that range, or, uh, you know, you're you're blessing somebody else, right? The the same way uh, Des Bryant hit up Fizzle this, this past weekend, like, let me bless you. Like, I don't want to bless people with my, my pick <laughs> if it's going to be bad. I don't want to bless people that way. So controlling that's also a massive bonus here where I go, God, I love Jalen Hurts, and I would give up a ton for him. But getting my first back, getting Kyler, and getting somebody else's first in Cheeky Hobson and betting against him, I want I want the Mr. Wonderful side. Like, I'm good with this because this clearly signals to me rebuild, rebuild. Oh, man. You know what, Mike? This, this one, uh, Christian, you know what to do. Warp. Pull out the warp machine, damn it. Uh, all right, Mike, pull up warp, and you'll – you'll. Th- this one – this one becomes a little tougher, man. This one becomes a lot tougher for me to grade because just everything Mike just said pretty much in leagues where the warp is somewhat normal, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like two, two firsts is too much, especially – Especially given that one's your own, which tends to signal what like you control you can control your own destiny, and normally once you get that back, uh, the destiny's pretty clear, right? You're going for the future. Yep. Look at this warp though, and the reason I say pull it up is now we talk about all the time how if you go back to 21, 20 previous years, it's not going to look like a lot of these warp charts where it's like oh my gosh, there's four quarterbacks and then there's a steep cutoff. The one difference, though, here is, man, like the the difference in what quarterback one, two, three, and four are to all positions versus what they what five is. Five basically treads and below treads just the, the skill player line. So to me, like in this league, this is the one time, even though it is best ball, where if you land a top five difference maker at the position, like that's – I'm not going to say the value's right. But that means more to your team than sometimes does a plethora of assets. Because, look, there, there's no one else that really kind of can catch that anywhere. Like, if you capture one of those players, it feels steep is the problem for me. Like, it feels too steep to send two first. But that is that that is where I have a hang-up of, like, man, if you hit this, Jalen Hurts probably – problem is last year he got hurt in the playoffs, but – he could totally win you a league like this, even in best ball. Counterpoint. You go ahead. This is Shoot why. It. That's why I love all our tools and our partnership. Mm-hmm. Dynasty Daddy has Mr. Wonderful Team, of course, as a fraud. Right. Sure. Overall ranking number three, but draft capital ranking number two. Right. So clearly on the rebuild side. Yeah. You can kind of look at it however you want. His his quarterbacks are like seventh. His RBs are eleventh. Wide receivers eleventh. Like that signals rebuild. Right. He's got a tight end room with T.J. Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard. You know, maybe he keeps moving those and tries to get some draft capital. Very likely. But his quarterbacks are Deshaun, 
Kyler Daniel Jones, right? So he could be frisky. On the league simulator, however, he's a bottom four team. Just got his bottom four pick back on the league simulator. Cheeky Hobson, the guy that just traded for Jalen Hurts. And mind you, this is run after he already has Jalen Hurts on his team. A bottom three team on the league simulator and a bottom four team on Dynasty Daddy. So, like Adam, if I were to tell you this is next year, regardless of really what Warp says, right? Mm-hmm. And we just think of dynasty value and how it's going to be valued in a mm-hmm. best ball league like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Kyler Murray, let's say Drake May, and Marvin Harrison Jr., or would you rather have Jalen Hurts and now, the corpse of Ezekiel Elliott and the ones hopeful Kayshawn Butte? If you land Marv Harrison Jr., there's no question about this for me. Not even close. Say it's, say it's Brock Bowers. He isn't even well, but, Marvin Harrison Well, Jr. but th- this is where I think, though, part of what I was – I'm glad you actually brought this up because part of it is what's interesting. Mike, for me, given what this warp is, like <sighs> the dynasty market versus what it's going to mean to your team for guys in the range of Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, like it may not matter for you. They, they basically might be the same as – Wide receiver twelve and fifteen. Fair. That's that's I think the point the point that it's like. It, I, in, in your point, yes. If it, in a regular dynasty value, it's not even close in best ball. We are, dude. You give me Kyler Murray a chance at Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., Drake May, or if I got two of them, there's not it's not even a discussion. Not even close. I, I think I can understand what Mister Wonderful's doing in a process play. It sounds like he has a bunch of picks. He he's probably going to make this work, but I think the big problem for me is not that is he going to make it work or not. It's going to be more so – like it's not going to be is he going to make it work. It's more so can you actually capture back that that winning difference maker at the quarterback position? Maybe if you stack up enough players in a start 11, you don't need it. But that that to me is showing that like the high-end quarterbacks in Superflex matter and the rest are just kind of meh. That's which, fair. Which is interesting because I've never – I've actually never seen a warp chart that looks quite like this, which is what's kind of fascinating about it too. I – I'm gonna take I'm gonna take more often than not, Mr. Wonderful side. I just think understand the warp chart here and be like, all right, like I know Kyler or Deshaun or these quarterbacks that I might take in the in the draft have better dynasty market than what I want them to be in my lineup. So just just move it appropriately after that. But um that that's the point with Jalen Hurts for me. There's only about if you look at like twenty twenty one though in this league, there's only about like a point three warp difference between Patrick Mahomes at the time it was QB four. Uh, at 2.05, and Dak Prescott, who was 1.76, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 22 always looks really bad, and I, I try to point it out a lot to people, um, especially when you're looking at warp. Like, if I look at 21, if I look at 20, if I look at 19, the quarterback right, but, warp chart but, always looks a little bit better. But you were a thousand. Can I, can I talk about why that point is? Can I just make this? Because it's it's not that you're not right. I, I you, are, you are 100% right, but I think what people – have to at least acknowledge. Not saying it can't go back there, but my point about how it's going to ever get back there is, I know this isn't part of the trade talk, but Tom Brady is gone. He is he is retired. Matthew Stafford being in this conversation is not happening again. Um, let's see, we got, who was the next one? Aaron Rodgers, I mean, maybe a year. I don't even know. Like, there, there was, in, in the top 10, part of it was there was like four or five guys, Russell Wilson, four or five guys that are, are how, where do we get that back? That, that, I think, is part of the problem in the current market. Not that it can't happen. Who's going to be that guy, though? I, I can tell you a couple of situations, though, right? Sure. We we didn't have Lamar Jackson for a full season last year. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Justin Herbert fully healthy for a full season. 
Right. We had Josh Allen with a torn UCL or whatever the fuck it was, fucked up elbow. Yep. Dak Prescott missed four, five, six weeks. We had an abundance of quarterback injuries last year that we'd never experienced before. Well, so it really, separ- it really separates this whole entire gla- graph when you look at 2022 versus 21. I get, I get what you're saying. There, with there, there's Rogers, still a case of, there's still a case though. We've we've lost some of the higher end guys, and there's still a case where like, I mean, Joe Burrow got banged up in preseason. The, quarterbacks, as much as we don't want to have them happen, they're going to get hurt at times too. So it's not like they're all, all going to stay healthy in one year either. I'm willing, at least when I look at QB graphs, to kind of look at at the historical trend of the last three years versus just last year. I'm going to look at last year as an outlier until last year tells me it wasn't an outlier. You know what I mean? Like, like I need you to do it consistently, not just one year for me to go, okay, this is kind of where I'm going to look at quarterbacks because, because of those things. Like I owned a lot of Dak Prescott. I owned a lot of, you know, Justin Herbert and I'm going, there's, four, five, six weeks there where I'm getting absolutely nothing from these guys because they're mm-hmm. so banged up, and these are guys that should be in that top. You know, Lamar Jackson, same kind of thing. And if you you separate those guys as total warp and don't look at warp per game, it looks very drastically different than, than the other years. So mm-hmm. when I look at QB warp, that's the first thing. Like, I don't put too much stock in 2022. I use it as a, you know, I want to see generally to the rest of the league, but – I'm going to go look at the other three years and, and try to get some trends. So when I look at QB Warp, yes, Jalen Hurts, relative to where Kyler Murray could or would be, is astronomically high for last year. But if I look at 21, I'm going, if I try to project it reasonably, I'm going, maybe it's only 0.2, 0.3 Warp difference between where these two finish. I mean, I, I can understand the point. I just think that the, the reason I would have a, I think it's a little bit of a slippery slope is, we can have that same talk in 21 and 20 about running backs and other players too in positions. And we have to also, I think it's a blend. I think you don't want to make sure 2022 20, is a, all you put your cards into. So I agree with you on on that point for sure, but also acknowledge, I think we do have to acknowledge that the quarterback room in the NFL is not as good as it once was. And then also on top of it, you have to acknowledge like things do change in the NFL. So I, I agree in, in point that you're making as a whole. I just think we also have to at least acknowledge that, there's a scenario where there's difference makers and there's have there's haves and have nots at the position. I think is very possible as well. I I think in process to finalize, I, I'm probably going to take Kyler in the picks here. Just it, it's too much value, but I think that you might want to consider like how are you going to get off of some of these uh, assets later, and how would you maybe recoup a elite quarterback back? Is my only my only thing. I would just think in futuring this out, like Mr. Wonderful, like what are you going to do in that regard? Would be my only thing. All right, we've got a couple more trades, and we got to get McNutted up out of here, man. 10-team, Mike's favorite lane. This will be fun. Oh, just a bit outside. 10-team, two-quarterback, <laughs> PPR lineup start 10. Best of worst, Matt Gomes, A.J. Brown. Mike, I mean, at this point, there's a lot of there's a lot of players Mike have to put on the thumbnail. A.J. Brown or Quentin Johnson, 24 and 25 first, and a 24 second. Again, 10-team. Two quarterback PPR lineup start ten, Mike. I know you don't play in this, and neither do I. But thoughts yeah. initially. Without without looking at the league simulator, I want the AJ Brown side because it's ten team and start ten. Like the margins are so so thin. Mm-hmm. Um, Orb's going to lend it to you. Want the studs? QJ is nice. First round draft picks are nice. Yeah. Absolute hammers at wide receiver. Those are the ones that you want to get. So because it's so small, but. I could be swayed depending on where those like kind of picks and picks the owners fall. 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because you no, can get, you. get in a two QBR, right? Quarterbacks going to have a little bit more than a 10 team super flex league because you have to start two of them a little more juice. I get it. You know, like the, the Marvin Harrison juniors, the, uh, the Caleb Williams, the Drake Mays, like thought it a little bit more appealing, but like you really have to be sure that one of those picks is like locked into that range. Otherwise, who gives a shit, man? Who right. gives a shit? You just take AJ Brown and move on. Yeah, I think here, um, like if I'm being honest about this, man, ugh. without looking at the simulator, Mike, my heart wants to tell me that AJ Brown is too much of a difference maker from Quentin Johnson. Um, for example, AJ Brown was 1.17 in this league format, and he is. I mean, he's in. If you were to look at this and just zoom it in, Christian, you don't have to do this for the, the chart, but if you have the warp tool, you can kind of zoom in. And I like to sometimes zoom into quadrants, I call it, Mike. When you look at this, right, like this quadrant that he's in, that that's what I would call in this league just the elite quadrant. Like A.J. Brown is as much of a difference maker as any player in this format. So it feels like a lot, but I, I, think, I think unless those picks really have a chance to give me a true Marvin Harrison – I want the uh, I want the AJ Brown side. Unfortunately, Matt and Adam, it does. How, how early? How early? Like by far and away the worst team in the league. Ooh, so you're telling me now, like pro- potential and probable 101 is the J Live or the Nets no Moon. So uh, the 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 best part is that's no Moon 81 that 25 first. Yeah. Right. Because it's in 25. That's the number one worst team in the entire league. But it's in 25. Mm. But Adam, I pulled that up on our friend, the, you know, Dynasty Daddy site. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, bro, in a, 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 a 14 team league, this this team is trash. <laughs> a 10 team league, it's super trash. It ain't getting better anytime soon. Uh, so in 2025, man, I'd be safe to say, like, I'd lock this shit in for the 101 in 25, whoever the hell. You know, whoever the hell's in that Dang, class. Really? Okay. Uh, Jay lives Jay lives picks a little bit better. It's like more middle of the pack. You know, it's projected to be number six. Uh, so you're telling me very good chance. Because the one thing about the 10 team, though, that makes it interesting, Mike, for me, this is almost a make it or break it. Like, if you're telling me this is Marv, I'm out. Yeah. But if you're yeah. telling me this is like, I mean, you're probably taking a Travion or something at like 103 maybe possibly. Now all of a sudden I'm still probably okay at, with the AJ Brown acquisition. That uh, is that not crazy? No, it's not crazy at all. But I just want the audience too to know, like I'm not, uh, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's no moon, but I'm not, I'm not expanding or uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, you know, I'm not embellishing the fact that <laughs> there this we is go. a fucking, yeah. this is a fucking horrible roster, especially when you consider it's ten team, two QBR lineup, start ten. Adam, like, think about the hammers we want. When we started it off with, like, A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. this team is Brock Purdy, Mac Jones, who we just got done arguing about, the 10-team 2QB league, okay? Not, Alexander not gonna Madison, not gonna Tank that. Bigsby, Khalil Herbert, A.J. Dillon, okay? Receivers, yes, Mike Scott. Williams. Dude, that's awful, bro. Mike Williams, number one receiver. <laughs> Keenan Allen, Romeo Dubs, tight end, Greg Dolchich, Trey McBride. And the best part, Adam, absolutely zero 2024 draft capital that matters worth a shit. So <laughs> so let's just let's just let's just put all the cards on the table. McNutted. Everybody listening. Quentin Johnson for me is the piece that in this format 
Right. I'm still probably okay losing. So now I guess the question becomes really, Mike, do you want your money now or later? Do you want your money now or later? And are you willing to bet on this year? To me, that's it. That's it. Because here's the thing, Mike. Imagine if you make this trade thinking you get Marv and you're gonna and you pass, and you don't. What what if, what if this is now again a Travion or a Bowers and a Quentin? You hate it. You know you do. Yeah. My, tell me I'm wrong. I I want to keep this thing going. Tell me I'm wrong. I want the Brock twenty nine side. I'm not gonna lie. All right. I'm glad to hear that we're just we're gonna we're gonna duke this out for forever. Give me the AJ Brown side. <laughs> That's fine. We can fight. Damn it, we can fight. I want my money now. I've, I've, I've waited. All right? I've waited long enough. Mike, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, this is yeah. something crazy. I see it at the bottom here. But let's just read it out. 16 teams, super flex, lineup start 10, tiered PPR, running back 3.0, wide receiver 2.0, tight end 3.5. I'm, I'm assuming these are all the – bonuses i don't i don't actually boosted quarterback scoring something crazy is the league name ed newton acquiring tyreek hill sending away to maca flock of flame mac jones skymore uh mike 16 team i mean we're talking scarcity scarcity like scarcity exists at all positions in 16 teams really yeah yeah um man so warp on this man even if mac jones is Mm-hmm. Let's say QB twenty four, right? I think that's, that's a rosy. fair. That's a fair like middle ground. Okay, he's a one. Yep, a one. Okay. If Ty- if Tyreek Hill does what he did last year, uh, right, with wide does, receiver two point oh, let's hear it. If he does what he did last year, he's a point eight warp at him. Mm. Think about this. Mm. It's and why is that? Can we speak to why that is? Do you want to try? Or you, you because probably it, know, but yeah. Because it raises everybody else with that kind of scoring, right? It raises the whole fucking floor. So there's not that big of a separation between the guys. Like if Tyreek Hill had 170 receptions and a 2.0 tight end premium, yeah, he'd be way up there and warp, but he's not going to get that. That's ridiculous. Well, because there's there's two big things about this. Okay. So when Cooper, for everyone that is uh, has the warp tool, interested in the warp tool, Listen the F up right here, okay? The replacement player is based on how many teams there are in the league. So, for example, 12 teams, right, means the replacement player at quarterback is QB 13 weekly when it's run. This right here, Mike, tells you what. The, The replacement is quarterback 17. The replacement is wide receiver 17. So, that that changes a lot of the warp data. Um... What's interesting about this, I wouldn't have expected this line to be that flat, but I think it's a distribution thing for me where, put it like this, if you actually had in a 16-team league enough, because I, I know there's another trade after this that's going to be his second part, but if you actually accumulated like another, if you, if you had enough to throw away a Mac Jones, this is the trade you want to make. Right. Because right. just because Warp doesn't say that, it's going to if you could put in a Tyreek in like two or three studs on your team, you're juicing. You are juicing this team. The problem is, literally a trade like this, which you're like, oh man, it's Mac Jones, bro. If you get a quarterback injury, you have someone that underperforms. Whatever, 
you are SOL on the market. This is what the cost of Mac Jones is, man. I mean, Mike's Brock Purdy is going to go for possibly Cooper Cup. I mean, this is just a uh, a gross, gross situation to if you e- don't have QBs. To, to equal and warp, right? Like, Mac Jones has to be like Carson Wentz last year. Right. Let's just uh, let that sink in, right? 0.8 warp for Tyreek Hill, who had an awesome year. Uh, 0.8 warp for Carson Wentz, who did not have that awesome of a year. So, yeah. uh, just on warp, Adam. Uh, Mac Jones and, and Skymore by a lot. Like that's the side you take. But to your point, if you had, if you had for whatever god awful reason somebody let you have a little don't mini you QB to? hoard, don't you have to to make this yes. trade? Yes, otherwise you don't make the trade. There's no one doing this. That's south. part of why it's, you get Tyreek Hill. Nobody makes this trade, right? Nobody does. Nobody does. As stupid which, so, as it sounds. Which side do you want? Mac Jones and Sky Moore right now with what I know. If I don't have enough quarterbacks, it's Mac Jones and Sky Moore. And I don't care really that much about Sky Moore. But in 16 Correct. teams, you're probably going to have to actually consider playing guys like him. Um, as, as gross as it sounds. <laughs> I'm glad I don't play in this league. This is fucking ridiculous. All right. Part two. Oh, oh boy. Not only did he have Mac Jones, Mike. He had two more just laying around. Ed Newton. Hold on, y- y'all want to hear this? The quarterback <laughs> horde. Give me the slow clap for the quarterback horde, man. If you can pull a quarterback <laughs> horde in 16-team, you're golden. Brandon Cooks, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell. Sending away, Ed Newton receives now Brandon Ayuk. 24 first from Gronky and a 24 third from Gronky. Oh, I don't, I don't think he got enough back, though, just given the scarcity of quarterback. What do you think? I would have wanted more. Right, it's sixteen team. That fucking first could be anywhere. I, I can actually let you know because I, I wanted to pull it up on Dynasty Daddy because I was interested. How many fuck quarterbacks the he only, got left? The only, I just watched yeah, him trade away three, three and sixteen team. <laughs> In the Do, sixteen team, like how many fucking quarterbacks you got? Bro? Imagine, like, just to know about something crazy. Imagine you're sending your first to get back two highly questionable long term quarterback assets and short term, like on both right. fronts. Projects at ninth overall, give or take, right? So that's dead in the middle. Yeah, that's dead in the middle of a sixteen team. Yep, bottom part. And and to answer the question, if anyone was wondering out there, what quarterbacks could Ed Newton possibly have left? We just watched him trade away three of them. Brock Purdy. No, thank God, not that trash can. (laughs) Anthony Richardson. Okay. Deshaun Watson. And Daniel fucking Jones. He's and there you have it. There, see, but, but Mike, but Mike, remember what three I three t- top fifteen quarterbacks? What the fuck? What I tell you though, that it's going to be really hard to do from a distribution standpoint. However, if you get it done, man, like you get Tyreek Hill for Mac Jones, you are afforded no more payout than in a league like this, man. Imagine getting Mike in any league that you play in. Someone sends you Tyreek for Mac. I, right. It's over. Like. I guess now the question here is this. Given the warp, do you think that first NIU – like, so basically you get off of Cooks and up to your IU and you get I the first. He, I think he got fine. I think you're good. I, th- I think he should have gotten more, Adam, but I'm not going to argue. I'm going to guess he couldn't warp. grease more, though, no? Right. Yeah, he's been greasing people left and right. Obviously, he's built a Mob ridiculous squad. a ridiculous team. I'm looking at it, right? I just how, gave how, you those how crazy. three quarterbacks. Bijan, Derrick oh. Henry, James Cook. Kendra, Roshan, those are running backs. 16 team, mind you. 
16 fucking teams. Tyreek, Brandon Ayuk, Deontay, Mike Williams, Elijah Moore. And his tight ends are the only thing that are probably lacking. And Sam Laporta and Cole Komet. But in a 16-team league, I could really give a shit less. We're Cole doing Komet's okay. just fine there. And Sam Laporta, who knows? Three. 24 firsts. Well, he just picked up one here. And you had so he already was bagged one before these two trades or after somewhere. Yep. Still has his own? Still has his own. Bravo, man. Uh so I, I don't gonna, think there's I'm any gonna, I don't think there's any way I don't want his side both times. I'm, I'm not gonna critique the deal too much, man. Nah. I think you probably could have finessed a little bit more out, but you've been finessing motherfuckers right left and right. So like you probably can't do anymore. You know what though? Um let me just say Ed Newton, bravo on the quarterback horde. Um New, this is a new patron, by the way, Mike. Bravo on the quarterback horde. Jesus. You are in the right place. Um, not not for a 16 team. Let me just be blunt. But for the quarterback horde. Um, one thing that we'll tell you, Ed, is that here at South Harmon, uh, we embrace the quarterback horde lifestyle. It, it, it's something that we make people pay the full dollar, the full boat. So that's the only critique Mike probably has. But honestly, like... This is this is this is really well done. I think to Mike's point, you might have been able to get, let's say, a second or a player value slightly higher in that third. But I, I also think, Mike, this is the difference. You and I are like, nah, I got the leverage. I can force this down someone's throat, basically. He's like, man, I got Ritter and Howell, and I just want to get something capitalization out of this. And I think that's re- realistically the difference, Mike. I think long term, you look back in this trade, it, it's really just going to be a matter of how long does Howell and Ritter actually have jobs because. Right. If they don't have jobs for long, I want Ed Newton side by a country mile. This is crazy. Crazy. Something that's, crazy. That's Just it, like man. Something crazy. So a uh, bunch of good deals, man. A bunch of good deals. 16 teams. I'll tell you what, 10 team and 16 team. Mike and I don't play in any. I'll give you no. facts. But uh, interesting Dumb. to see how different and polarizing the warp tool is on those two leagues, man. I'm at the tail end of a 14 team super flex right now, and I fucking hate every minute of <laughs> it. Like, why did I even decide to do this? Mike made 35 rounds like it was just, you know, the normal leagues. And those extra two teams times 35 is, uh, oof, it's drying out the player pool, huh? I'm sitting there with Mac Jones as my QB, too, and I'm going, fuck. Well, Mike, you just saw in, in, in this 16-team league, man, you're, you're golden, baby, right? That's what Tyreek Hill. <laughs> That's what you're telling. I'm going to send that out. I'm going to find out Mike, who the fuck Mike, you know, what, you, you know what we really need right is now. Mike to get into 16-team. And just, I'm talking, go real quarterback horde and just break no. people off. No. Absolutely break souls. They would never let me back. All right. Well, man, I, I thought it was a good show. Uh, I thought the trade show was good today. What do you think, man? It was good. We had some good disagreement. As we were talking about this 14 team, I see I'm on the clock and I have my nice choice of Will Disley or Mo Ali Cox left in my queue. So. Who are you going with? Oh, shit, man. I, Tell you know the what people. I'm going with? What? I'm going with that. I'm, I'm sneaking. I'm going with Diami Brown. Oh, I love that. It. Best Tommy Brown. I mean, this is a uh, we're going blast from the past, man. Let's go. What's about the time? I'm All just right. going with dudes who I know their name. All right, at this point, like I've heard of you, you're on my team. I know <laughs> of you. Uh, I don't care if you used to play basketball for ECU um, or that there's eight other tight ends there. I, I, I know you have a chance to catch a touchdown. So, I, I, this was a good show. And, and big shout out, man. Uh, this using the shit out of Dynasty Daddy this show. So, big shout yeah. out to those guys, uh, Dynasty Daddy. Partnership. We've got a partnership with them. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. I didn't think we'd ever have that, right? So we get to use all our tools in conjunction. So using that warp tool, of course, uh, fuck, everybody drafts so fast. I'm back on the clock again. You know what, Adam? <laughs> let's, let's, 
This is awesome. We'll dis- we get a little ending to the trade show. Mike's uh, we'll, Mike's final rounds. Well, Disley, it is. <laughs> you hate some Mo Ali Cox, huh? Or is he gone? No, but- he doesn't want him. <laughs> no. Uh, watch. Good Mo shit, Ali Cox buddy. will be on the clock when he comes back around. But anyway, yeah, it was a good one. Um, SouthHarmonFF.com. Check out the Warp Tool. Uh, check out Dynasty Mind Warped over there. Like Mike said, man. Uh, big shout out to Jeremy over at Dynasty Daddy. We have a partnership with him. Um, looking forward to uh, working on some things with integration with the two tools. As of right now, um, shouting out his platform, all the things he has built an unbelievable site. Make sure you're going to check that out, uh, DynastyDaddy.com. Dude's a great dude, and uh, let's just say, man, there's between the tool of Dynasty Daddy, some of the stuff we have over here, um, trying to form a little mini you know, conglomerate um, with all the tools and ways you can basically right. – Find ways and edges to evaluate trades, figure out what you want to do with your team, setting lineups, all kinds of stuff like that. So uh, shout out to him. Um, lastly, if you do want your deals featured on the show, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon. Dollar a month for the rest of the month. Get you in the door. Put your trades on the shit at Trades Channel. Uh, hopefully we don't go past 16 teams. I don't want any 18 team leagues. I'm not going to lie to you. No. I'm, I'm, I'm good. on. I'll grade them, but I don't really want to. Um, pass. Pass. And uh, if you don't want to do any of that, you listen to Mike and I, Banter, Brock Purdy, whatever it was, just, if you watch it here, man, just go hit the like and subscribe. Join the shithead. Join the shitheads. Don't don't fight us, man. We don't want to have to fight you anymore. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good stuff, brother. I miss you. I miss Absolutely. being in person with you. Listen, man, I got that I casting couch right there for you, buddy, whenever you want to pop up. And I need to get it out to Iowa at some point, too. Uh, I know that's not something people say often. I need to get out to Iowa, but yeah. You know, let's make I, it I could probably I could probably make a casting couch out here. I think. <laughs> well, just see. Drive, I just drive around. Let's like, just I'll say find I, the first one that's sitting out front of somebody's house. They're like for free. Yeah, I was gonna say I I know like this couch is just an old one. It was from my mom's house. I'm not sure I trust like the casting couch that Mike finds either in a dumpster or purposely makes a little crazier uh, when I get to Iowa. So we'll have to. That's, that's on, a buddy. TB. That's TBD, man. We'll we'll, we'll see to be decided, but. Uh, yeah looking forward to getting out there that's all we got for you appreciate you guys uh another 40 chess dynasty trade show in the books we'll see you back here next saturday morning as the season's getting closer we're out of this thing peace peace